0: Welcome to Beautiful Baggage, confidence, wellness, and wisdom through travel and everyday adventure. I'm Stephanie Martin-Taylor, your guide to this podcast journey. Thanks for joining me. and welcome to episode 23 of the beautiful baggage podcast today's podcast is a little different it's the first of an occasional series i plan to do every once in a while and the idea behind it is that the road to adventure is a two-way street you need support along the way and there are people who run businesses and nonprofits and other organizations that give you that support and of course they also need you to exist and thrive So I'll be doing this series when I'm feeling especially grateful for all the various people and nonprofits and businesses that support my various adventures in life. These places and people, whether they know it or not, support things I'm doing to grow creatively and expand my worldview. And even though I'm talking about some places that are very personal to me and some people who are personal to my life, my goal is as always to inspire you to cultivate and create your own adventurous life, whatever that means for you. So I challenge you while I'm talking to think about what businesses are or have played an important role in your personal development. Please come over to yourbeautifulbaggage.com and let me know by leaving a comment on the podcast page or visit my Facebook page. So my first shout out today goes to a little neighborhood place in San Francisco called Nook Cafe. Like so many cafes these days, they offer free Wi-Fi. And Nook is where I built a lot of the Beautiful Baggage website. I often go there to work on this podcast, too. There are a number of things I enjoy about it. There's the people watching. Inside, there are a lot of locals like me on their laptops working on projects, which is a typical San Francisco scene. And when you look up from your laptop and look outside, every 15 or 20 minutes, You hear and see the historic Hyde Street Cable Car rounding the corner as it goes by, which always gives me just a firm sense of place, which I love. And it's fun people watching because 80 to 90% of the people riding the cable car are tourists. And you can tell immediately because of how they're dressed and they're often smiling and taking selfies and videos. They just have this energy about them that says I'm somewhere special. It reminds me of the first time I came to San Francisco when I was about nine years old and the cable car was about just about my favorite thing in the world. (laughs) So being in Nook and seeing the cable car over and over again as I work reinforces the whole purpose of why I do this podcast, which is to help you tap into that sense of wonder and adventure and excitement that we all felt as children, but sometimes forget as we get older. As for the cafe itself, the staff is friendly and patient, and I especially love this time of year all their warm beverages, like their cappuccino and their chai lattes. And if I'm feeling especially indulgent, I'll order a piece of their homemade baklava, which is just beautiful. It's light and flaky with just the right amount of sweetness. Oh, It's just divine. Thank you, Nook Cafe San Francisco, for being one of my remote, beautiful baggage offices. Another thank you goes to a woman named Tanya Lee. Her last name is Rising, but she generally goes by Tanya Lee or simply Tanya. She's the CEO and founder of a company you can find online called French Kiss Life. Its mission essentially is to help women live, in Tanya's words, artfully and well. And if you want to better understand what that means, you really need to dive into the content she produces through a podcast called the French Kiss Life podcast. And she also has some beautiful signature coaching programs, which really are the cornerstone of all she does. Her work has really been what has helped me overcome my skepticism and doubts about what coaching really is, and what it can help you accomplish if you have a good coach. I should also say that Tanya was trained by Martha Beck, who is Oprah's life coach, and a columnist for O Magazine. And as you might recall in the last podcast, I talked about my love of Oprah and O, and the fact that I think that that love has led me on an interesting journey that has taken me to all kinds of amazing places. So if you go back and listen to that one, episode 22, you'll get a better sense of why I was probably drawn to Tanya and her work. What I also love about Tanya is how she's strong and powerful, savvy and smart, and also unapologetic about her femininity. She's taught me that you can be super successful and powerful and also love very feminine things like flowers and French perfume and lipstick and fashion. And all that feminine energy doesn't have to be suppressed. And in fact, it can fuel your power in so many ways. So thanks to Tanya Lee's coaching, I've gained a lot of new perspective and inspiration. And as many of you know, I'm in the process of becoming a certified coach myself. Finally, I want to thank all the various dance studios in San Francisco for helping me through the first few years of my life here. I'll list them in the show notes if you're interested. But these three studios I'm thinking of just to tell you now are odc dance commons dance mission theater and the alonzo king lines ballet dance center when i moved to california 14 years ago i hadn't danced in years even though i'd been a serious ballet student when i was a teenager and these studios offered adult beginner classes in flamenco and jazz bollywood classical chinese dance hip-hop, modern, Afro-Cuban, the list goes on, and I jumped in and tried all of those classes and more. And actually, I performed in a few recitals, which I never dreamed I would do in my adult life. I found this whole phase of my life to be extremely therapeutic, uplifting, and great exercise, and a really good reminder that it's so healthy to engage with and participate in the creation of art, even at an amateur level, perhaps especially at an amateur level. So I encourage you, if you're feeling like you're in a rut, to explore performing arts, improv, painting, sculpture, a writing class, anything that gets you into a more creative space. So now it's your turn. Where do you go for creative energy and support? And if you're drawing a blank right now, don't worry, just start looking around. The famous French impressionist Monet found a treasure trove of inspiration literally in his own backyard in Giverny, the water lilies. He got so obsessed with them, you can see his various versions of them in museums all over the world. He painted them over and over again. And it was just right there in front of him. Really looking at your environment, as Monet did, leads to inspiration, and when you're lucky, creation, and you can bring all kinds of good things into the world. Thank you for listening, and I will see you on the next episode of Beautiful Baggage.